You're listening to Inside Real Estate with Lori Patrick on 980 CJME. Welcome to Inside Real Estate with Lori Patrick. Lori is with Sutton Group Results Realty, backs everything up with her track record. She knows your stuff, always working for you to buy and sell in any market. And all at the right price, too. And uh, she's on your team. Remember that. Welcome to the show. Good good day, Lori. How are you? Hi, Greg. I'm fine, thanks. How are you? I'm excited to be a part of your show here today. This me, too. This is first for me to sit with you. And uh, I love real estate. And I'm uh, looking forward to hearing how uh, the market is going. So let's get right into it here, Lori. Uh, it, from what I can tell, uh, steadily building on the momentum from January. And I see across the province, sales are up 85% from last March. Sounds like this is a great time to be buying and selling. It is a great time to be selling, that's for sure. Buying as well. Uh, it is booming out here. And the even the numbers are surprising us a little bit from last year, the uncertainty when all of this started. What's going to happen to the real estate market? Well, it took off like a bullet, and it just kept going. It can't hurt the interest rates. And uh, the, you know, to purchase a home, it's all there in front of you right now. It makes it a lot easier. It does. You know, the lower interest rates certainly help. Um, I think uh, the current situation kind of kicked us from a long-term buyer's market into a seller's market. Uh, the inventory dropped a bit, so demand increased. But part of it, I think, too, is um, people seem to have a little bit more disposable income. We're not taking big holidays at the moment and, and eating out a lot. And you, the work from home, You all of a sudden you were in your home 24 hours a day with your kids and maybe the walls got a little closed in. And you started thinking, mm, time to move, time to renovate or time to move. So those two things uh, seem to be coming together quite a bit to, to drive the market. Well, and renovating is so uh, very popular. You're right, either to stay and feel comfortable or else just getting ready for that, uh, that move and selling the home that you might want to do here. So really what I want to start with here is how do I, if I'm selling my home, how should I prepare to do that? What do you need as I come to you? Because you're the expert, but in advance to make it easier, what should I prepare to do? Um, well, do your research, actually. You know, maybe interview some, some agents, get their background and their track record. Pick some, interview a number of them. Pick, pick someone you feel comfortable with or, you know, get references from past clients or friends that have used this agent. And then, uh, you know, I, I, I go out, I have a look at the house, I price it. Um, and you know, and I'll, I'll put a, a relatively short price range on it. You know, I'm not, I don't want to give you a wide range. This is what I think it, it, we should list at. This is where I think we should sell. Here's how I think you should prepare your home for showing. Um, and then kind of go through what's going to happen, especially in this market. If we're priced well and it's a great house, when we hit the market, it's going to be fast and furious. There's going to be a lot of showings. Some people are getting 20, 25 showings within the first 24 to 48 hours. Like, you know, maybe make a plan to be out. And, and um, then, the, you know, I don't know how a seller would navigate this market these days with multiple offers coming in. There's consistently multiple offers at the moment. And so to try to navigate that, you need some experience. You need an experienced agent who, because it's not always just price. There's other conditions to factor in onto an offer. Um, a lot of them will be similar, so you're looking for subtle differences. I'll go through price, conditions how long before they remove those conditions. I'll even factor in the agent I'm dealing with. Reputation amongst agents is a thing, it's a big thing. Um, I wanna know who I'm dealing with on the other side. Have I dealt with them easily before? Or perhaps there's an agent where I've, you know, there's been some issues and so you look at little things like that. Anything to tip it towards one or the other and this is something a seller is just not going to know without professional advice. 
Let's go back to something you said earlier there, and that is just, you know, knowing that you might have to do a little work on your home. The decision for me sometimes is, do I go ahead and prepare as if I know how I want to sell this house, or should I wait, call you first and say, can you look at my home, tell me what, you know, might need sprucing up in order to sell the house quicker? Should I do make the call first to you? I would make the call first because sometimes people spend money they really don't need to and they get themselves into like renovations can snowball on you very quickly you start with one I'm just gonna fix this one little thing and it leads to the next to the next to the next and and before you know it you're into a reno that probably isn't going to pay you back when you're if you're thinking of selling so some things are easy quick and easy if I think to present it better uh, I can suggest a few quick fix-ups that shouldn't break the bank in order to get us on the market for top dollar um, or sometimes if it's if I think it's gonna mushroom on you let's just price it accordingly because you don't want to fix it to live here you're fixing it to sell it so let's kind of do the minimum yeah, and that's good advice. and keep it impersonal sort of thing because you might like those fancy new cupboards that cost a lot but the next buyer might not yeah. so let's just keep it neutral and and get it on the market at the right price okay great advice so uh, maybe make the call first before you go spending a lot of dough in the uh the upkeep on it that that makes sense now after i've made the call to you how uh, how do you proceed take us through the steps here because we've been uh, you know it's, it's it's a lot it's overwhelming and to actually pick up the phone and call you takes a lot or check you out on online first what should i be asking you because you hear all the questions but what do you think I really need to know if I'm going to ask you to help? Well, what what I'm going to do is is tell I'll go through the procedure of what's going to happen. I, I recently listed a condo, and even the condo market parts of it are hot. And and um, because of the multiple offer situation, some agents are putting on a timeline. We're going to look at offers such and such a day at such and such a time to give buyers enough time to go through. Others are going, you know, a little bit more standard as is list the house if we get an offer we'll look at the offer and a lot of us will just put 24 hours in offers leave them open 24 hours that's what I did with this condo he had been listed previously with another agent oh probably for over a year on and off the market so when we when I went out to meet with them I could sense the frustration here's where we need to price it here's what we need to do we were on the market within a week first day we get an offer boom and now this has been you know the market's different it's hot it's moving fast so we got an offer right away, left it open 24 hours. By day two, we had had a second offer. So now we're competing, and he's looking to me, and he's thinking, this is happening so fast. Well, it is, and there's a reason. We priced right. We're in a hot market. You had been trying to sell for over a year and hadn't been able to. So now he's, he's uh, you know, what do I do? Which one do I take? Well, they were very similar, and a lot of times these offers are. One was a little bit better than the other and edged it out. Uh, both were good agents, so that wasn't really a factor. But he wouldn't have known like which one would you pick so so the the negotiation went that way we ended up with the second offer uh, accepted it closed it he sold his house in a day after having been trying to sell it for a year hmm. one of the things you touch on in that story too is the fact that uh, you should almost know and anticipate through your help how much you're going to make on this home or this condo sale because knowing going in what you are likely to get and being able to make that snap decision rather than being overwhelmed and you make it pretty clear to uh, whoever you're working with right that I expect it to go for this and we expect a lot of offers this is a good price yes yes and and that's what exactly what happened in this situation we hit it right on the mark the money the uh, the price list price uh, it was easy to show that first day, you know, make sure you allow everybody access. 
agents were coming through, two offers within 24 hours. I mean, it was textbook perfect sale. Trust Lori. <laughs> trust Lori is what it all comes down to. You I would to like have to think trust, so. Don't you? Yeah, you know, you need to have trust and and um, always when you're interviewing agents, ask for their track record, ask for for uh, references if you need to. Uh, they should be able to provide that. And, and you know, just anything you want to ask to make yourself feel more comfortable. There's no wrong questions, and I'll give you the best advice that I can. You are one of the best in the business. Lori Patrick is my guest on Inside Real Estate. You can hit up Lori's website. It's lorisells.ca. That's L-O-R-I, I might add, lorisells.ca. And in a few moments, we're going to be right back here with Lori Patrick of Sutton Group Results Realty in just a moment. You're listening to Inside Real Estate with Lori Patrick on 980 CJME. Welcome back, everyone. This is Inside Real Estate with Lori Patrick. Lori from Sutton Group Results Realty and uh, has a track record. And the reason that uh, we're here this morning is to ensure that whatever you're thinking, whether you're buying or selling a home, you need to know as much information as you possibly can. The next few minutes, you're going to get a ton of it. So uh, you might want to make a note or two as you have that uh, one extra cup of coffee here. So, Lori, uh, it's a hot market right now. And you've got to be ready instantly to pull the trigger, whether it be in that purchase or to sell. What What are the expectations you want people to have? Well, we kind of touched on what it, what a seller would go through in this particular market. But um, uh, what a buyer goes through is probably even more stressful. So if you're, you're out with the buyer, my last four or five sales, I've been competing. My buyers represented sales. So there have been uh, competing offers. I've gotten three of the four of them. I was successful. And the fourth one I wasn't, and it wasn't um, for anything where they didn't take my advice. Sometimes it just comes down to they're not going to offer enough money than the other buyer is. So when you're going into a competing situation, and, and there was one particular sale where there was probably about five offers on this house. It was hot. It was moving fast. There was showings after showings. You could see the activity around it. I knew it was going to go over list. I'm in constant contact with the, the listing agent. I want to know as much information as I can up front so I can go in with a cleaner offer, you know, take off some conditions if I'm able to, get the proper possession date, what does the seller want. Uh, but ultimately it comes down to go in with your best offer because sometimes you don't have the opportunity of a counter. Go in with your best offer with the least conditions that you can. So best offer meaning best price, whereas if you were to lose it for $1,000, you're not going to be disappointed because you wouldn't have spent that extra thousand. So pick your top dollar. Now, what buyers sometimes do is they'll fall into this trap of trying to, this is not the time to try to game the system and try to figure out what are the other buyers offering? What are they, what do I think they're going to do? There's no way of knowing it, knowing that. That's a losing game. You don't know what their offer is. They don't know what your offer is. Just pick your own lane, go with your best. And then, and then there's some things that I can do behind the scene. Some agents will just email you over an offer at the deadline and that's it. You never hear from them. I like to be a little bit more pesty to the, the listing agent, bordering on, you know, the hoping they don't roll their eyes when they see me calling them again. Yeah. <laughs> but a little bit of what's the best possession? Um, you know, can you give me this up front so I can leave that condition off, like gas lines or disclosure statements, all of that. So just so they know my buyer's interested, we're eager, we want this house, um, we're qualified. That comes down to a bit of the reputational thing between agents. Agents are confident and have told me so that they're confident dealing with me. They know I'm not working with an unqualified buyer. They know I'm not gonna bring a buyer that's gonna nitpick a home inspection. They're gonna be prepared and reasonable, that sort of thing. And we're gonna get it done as quickly as possible. So 
the bu- the buyers themselves, you know, it's it's competitive and it's tense, and then you're all waiting around to see who got it. And in this particular instance where we didn't get it, it was just price. They followed all my advice, except they didn't want to spend more. And I had told them, I think it's going to go higher than that. And sometimes the buyers themselves don't agree. This was a couple. He held the line. He didn't want to spend any more. She would have gone to the number I suggested. And so then I have to let them work that out. I mean, and, and you know, that that's that's their decision. That's And I'm okay with that. You know, I can give the advice, but where they want to spend, that's their decision at this point. And it ended up selling for a little less than where I said we should offer. So we ultimately would have got it. But he's at peace with it because he wasn't spending anymore. She's a little bit of a the one that got away. So now when we're out looking, she keeps bringing it up. And that happens, right? And it's difficult to get over. But there's always another house. There is a great deal of reputation on the line here, and I know you're concerned about your reputation, and that's something that as uh, you navigate for your first time through uh, selling or buying a home, you can do your research. It's pretty easy nowadays. Do you, when someone calls you and says, Laurie, I'm thinking of going with you, I've heard good things, um, how can you help that person uh, believe in who they're working with? Do you recommend talking to other clients? What can I do to, uh, because your reputation is, is clearly, uh, is, is great. How can I be assured of who I'm working with that I'm going to get at such top-notch services you're talking about? Well, yes, I will absolutely offer up references upon request. Um, I will send you a past track record, houses sold, average sale price, average number of houses sold per year. So you know that, you know, I'm, I'm active. I'm not, I'm not part-timing this. It's, it's, there's a certain threshold I hit every year. Uh, but references are always are, are, are always a good place so it's to start. Good to ask. It's very good to ask, and an interview is good. And I don't mind uh, if a seller or a buyer is interviewing more than one agent. I welcome that because sometimes you just have to sit with the person and, and get a feel for them. Yeah, it's okay to interview who you're working with. Absolutely, <laughs> and that's what you're all about is uh, hey, taking the time to uh, a- answer whatever questions necessary. With the hot market that it is right now, too, I just want it. It blows my mind. I have a good friend who tried to sell his home on his own, and I thought, man, I've sold a few homes in my lifetime. I know that that is, sounds like a good idea at the time, but in a market like now, I can't imagine anyone trying to do that. What are some of the benefits if someone's listening thinking, I can do this on my own? Wait, pause for a moment and think about this. There's too many pitfalls, I think, you know, that outweigh benefits. The, the benefits are you, you need to be on the MLS system. That, that that's where you need to be. Private market just does not have the traffic. It doesn't have the, the buyers aren't there. You just don't get enough exposure. The MLS takes you wide, takes you far. Then you've got 400 agents looking to sell your house. Buyers are exposed to you immediately. Uh, we don't have a strong private market here at all anymore. So, um, and, and part of it is, is buyers don't like dealing one-on-one with sellers for the most part. There's no protection for them. They have no way of knowing if the buyer's pricing is right. They don't have access to the sales data we do. They want, often buyers are always working with an agent because they, there's no cost to a buyer for an agent's services. And why wouldn't you use that professional advice? Once you find an agent you're comfortable with, they're going to give you sales data. They're going to tell you, uh, if this is priced well, they're going to tell you if there's some, you know, walking through the house, if they think there's some structural issues or some layout problems that are going to be a resale problem. So um, they don't want to go in without a professional. Sellers need to realize that. The second part of that is agents don't want to deal generally one-on-one with a seller. 
it's it's for buyers it's awkward for agents it's, it's a little awkward but more than that there's no protections we want to deal with a registrant we want uh liability issues to be covered buyers dealing directly with sellers have none of that there there's there's kind of you know it's a bit of the wild west there's no rules where we're governed by strict bylaws and we're we're there to protect the public so you don't have that protection and you're going to go out into the market on your own without knowing if you're well priced not knowing how many buyers are coming at you you don't know there's the other flip side of that the the sellers these buyers coming at you are they qualified if an agent's bringing them nine times out of ten there are but there's a lot of buyers that just like going out looking at houses they're walking through your house you don't know if they can buy it or have another house to sell do they have their financing in place is their deposit ready there's just there's too many variables i don't know why you would want to navigate this on your own and people often My think head is swimming from everything you're pointing <laughs> out <laughs> there's there's just too many and uh, people often think well we're going to save we're going to save the money we're going to save the, the 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 fees well in a lot of instances most of them will make you more on the market than you will make on your own and it'll be handled much more professionally and smoothly and you'll be getting a way better pool of buyers coming to your home all right well let's review a okay. checklist, if you will. If you had to give a three-point checklist to anyone listening, what would you like? Uh, seller, well, uh, buyers or sellers, contact your agent, myself or whomever. Make sure you interview them ahead of time. Uh, get their track record. Get some references if you're comfortable. If, if oftentimes a lot of my business comes from, from referrals and it's from somebody who's used me before, if you trust that person uh, that's referring you to me, absolutely, that seems to be good enough. I'm good with that. Um, do your homework in, in, in the agent you pick, but also if you meet with them or speak with them, make, you know, if you feel comfortable, then go ahead. Um, price, take your agent's advice. I mean, I've been doing this 30 years now. If I'm giving you advice about where we should price it, if I'm telling you I think this will be a resale issue when buying, listen to me because uh, I'm, I'm looking out for you down the line. You are. Yes. And that's all our time. Remember, if you're looking to buy or sell, you yourself can interview Lori today and move in the right direction. Call her, 306-591-5192. The website, again, lorisells.ca. That's L-O-R-I, lorisells.ca. You've been listening to Inside Real Estate with Lori Patrick of Sutton Group Results Realty.